Ladies and gentlemen, now it's too late with Alan Mosley. Guys, welcome back for another episode of It's Too Late. I am your host, Alan Mosley, joined as always by the number one producer in late night. It's Sherry Voluntary. Sherry, how are you doing? I'm great. Thanks. So the other day I told some people that, look, I think they ought to take everybody like Don Lemon and just hang them from the nearest branch. <laughs> and and by people like Don Lemon, I meant journalists, of course. Not not that racist stuff you were thinking just now. Right. But yes. You, Sherry. <laughs> Me. You. Yes. Um, you know what this week was? Uh yeah. What was it? It was the commemoration of a certain host certain day. <laughs> it was. It was St. Alan's Day this week. The birthday <laughs> the birthday of the official host of It's Too Late Alan. Do we have a picture of Alan mostly? Yeah, there he is, right there. Aww. I like to I like to trot that out once a year just to show people that I've been hiding from the feds ever since 1988. <laughs> it's okay. You know what's funny though? What? Not only that you're blonde, which is you know a lot of people are blonde, but your hair is straight. That's weird. Yeah. Every day that I've been alive, my hair, eyes, and character have gotten darker. <laughs> Pretty soon it'll just just black just uh, yeah i can yeah because because what it is is black is the absence of color so it isn't really that it's a right. sh it's darker it's just it's just void that's what mm. it is <laughs> staring into the void yes yeah but i thought this week would be a good week to tell a little anecdote that i've been meaning to for a while so the third weekend of october next month uh which mm -hmm. god that's like so soon yeah. um i'm gonna be going down to orlando for the Tom Woods 2000th episode. Yeah. And yeah, I, and we so we went to the episode the 1000th episode back right. in 2017, but we didn't even know each other then. Right. It was after that we so, Yeah, so yeah. we were there. So I so actually I was there with a lot of people who today mm -hmm. I consider to be good friends and, you know, cannon fodder. But <laughs> then I didn't know them. Uh, right. And and so when I went down in 2017, it was right around my birthday, and I had a birthday card from the official fiance of It's Too Late, Anna Kay. And go ahead and show people the birthday card. I got all the guests at the show that year to sign my right. card, and so nice. you've got you've got Michael Malice and Dave Smith and uh, Tom Woods and uh, Dilzo, and Eric you've got July. and you got Eric July down there in the corner. Uh, and so all those people have endorsed. I've got the, I've got the card right here, folks. You can see the front. Uh, all the card, they've all endorsed me being born. There it is, right there. Um, you, you know what I noticed? What? The two brown people are on the same side of the card, and all the white people are on the other side of the card. Just saying. Jesus. <laughs> of course you would notice that because we just were addressing your right, just abject racism. bigotry, not like two minutes ago. That's true. I swear to God. We were discussing that. I did. I tell you what. I did. I did have a good birthday though, because my birthday fell on Monday this year, and Monday night football was on, and the Cowboys were playing. People mm -hmm. know me now. I'm a Cowboys fan. The Cowboys right. were playing the Eagles, and the Cowboys absolutely demolished the Eagles on Monday mm. night. I actually kind of thought the Cowboys would lose, and so I was sort of like trying to avoid the game. But it was on where we were eating dinner at, and and they won, and that was great news. And so this morning when I got up, I decided I was going to say something about that. I'm going to go on Twitter, and I'm going to tweet out, hey, the Cowboys won. What a great, happy birthday to me. 
Right. It didn't, Sherry. Oh, boy. It it probably didn't take five minutes for somebody to tweet something. Ba- something along the lines of, but what does that have to do with liberty? Uh, God forbid you have a life. <laughs> and so, you know what I did, don't you? <laughs> I can only imagine. Blocked. That's ah, what you do. The big, yeah, the big B. Yeah, for, for the little Ds. That's for what you got to do. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, it, it, never, it never ceases to amaze me that, like, okay, so you don't, like, even if you don't like football, like, okay, you don't like football. Right. Like, surely, like, like, don't you ever want to grab these people through your monitor and say, like, come on, is there not anything that you like? Right. All, all the time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, nobody does that to me when I post pictures of my granny or something, you know? Yeah. Like, like, oh, what does that have to do with liberty? I'm a person. And so are you. Yeah. There you go. Now, if I see you post pictures of your granny, I'm going to say something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say. I bet, what does this have to do with liberty? I bet she's a Trumper. no she's she's like biden she has dementia (laughs) oh well then it's even worse she didn't even she doesn't even remember how she voted she just voted however the dnc told her she did that's (laughs) that's what happened um but to turn things around enough enough of my birthday i i turned i turned the big the big two five and um and uh actually before the show started you you said you said to me Hey, did you turn thirty-five? And I said no, thirty-six. And then what did you do? I, I, I laughed. No, no. What did you do? What was your reaction? I think I kind of went, oh. You were like, Whew. getting up yeah, there. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's right. I did. I was like, yeah. Yikes. I like how I'm talk about having I dementia. Totally I'm telling you what I, you did five minutes I ago. I yeah. have dementia as well. Yes. You and Granny are going to be together. Yeah. <laughs> Both both voting for Kamala here in a few years. Um, but anyway, enough of that. Uh, I want you. To, I tell you what, Sherry. Mm-hmm. You know what this program needs? <laughs> More. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say it. Wait, what does it need? No, Alex? no, actually, no. Go ahead. What What does this program need? I'm I'm curious. I was gonna say more Jews. <laughs> no, def- <laughs> definitely have too many of those. So. The thing is, is that this program needs more recurring weekly segments. And I had, and I was inspired by StopAntiSemitism.org. Take a look at this right here. (laughs) StopAntiSemitism.org. Why is Representative Thomas Massey our anti-Semite of the week? We got to have an anti-Semite of the week. Only R to vote against Iron Defense Dome funding. Only R to vote against labeling BDS as anti-Semitic. Voted against Holocaust education. Trivializes (laughs) Holocaust with vile COVID comparisons. (laughs) Jew hater. (laughs) There could be no other reason whatsoever. Jew Jew hater. Yes. (laughs) That picture is great. That's like, ah, it's awesome. I tell you. Like I, I I shared that and I said, Man, what an odd endorsement of hating Jews. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. It 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 goes to show like it's it's beautiful though in a way, because for people out there who like they still think now let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm-hmm. We've we've gotta figure out a way to bridge the divide and work together. Ugh. That right there tells you there is no chance of that. Yeah. There's no chance of that whatsoever. Um, 
feels like it's going to be a little bit of a short monologue. <laughs> you 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 say something. Me? Yeah. I I feel I fully feel like we need more diversity on this show. We've already I feel like you should I feel like you should do the full Star Wars thing and just allow me to run this show into the ground. I I thought that that's basically what you've been doing since January. <laughs> but <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy that got goats? Whatever happened to him? He got that goat AIDS. Yeah. He gone. Now, well, the animals are getting the Rona now. So I wonder if his goats. Oh. Got goat Rona. Yeah. <laughs> are they really getting Rona now? They've said they've, they've tested like deer and ferrets and stuff like that and said that they have. <laughs> Deer and ferrets hanging yeah. out with people. Yeah, those two in particular, <laughs> not anything else, just deer and ferrets. Yeah. Honey badgers don't get it though. Yeah. Um Well, I think that's good then. All right. We'd better we'd better take a commercial break before you say anything else anti Semitic. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna be back with the meme of the week and the viewer mail right after this break. Don't go away. So first, they came for the white supremacists, <laughs> but I didn't say anything because I didn't want my cover to be blown. Right. <laughs> then they came for the Nazis. After white supremacists, it was Nazis, Ooh. which of course is the is really the ironic one because the people trying to get the Nazis are the most fascistic people. Yes, but you know, correct. Then it was anti-vaxxers. If you in any mm -hmm. way disagree with the narrative you're not you're not just you're anti-vax right you want smallpox you want it anti-science and now now today you're an anti-semite <laughs> if you disagree with the narrative just today though and then my podcast had any, no more listeners because all the libertarians were gone <laughs> they got yep. us all alan you know, I, I forgot to say, to talk about we needed another 30 seconds in the monologue, which you totally failed to provide. I did forget one I'm thing. Sorry. I had this awesome little musing on my birthday. You want me to share it with you? Sure. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus. It's a delay, guys. Hand to God. It's the delay. <laughs> so this is this is the thing. There's a lot of people around the liberty community that I really like. A lot? Okay, some. <laughs> but there's also some that I dislike. But mm -hmm. there's some that I like that dislike one another. Right. Got that drama in there. Yeah. But it occurred to me on my birthday, of all days, that if there's one consolation, is we're all going to die. <laughs> well... 
So I bet that I bet that paints your <laughs> I bet that right. bet that changes things for you, doesn't it? Uh, that's a little dark, a little dark. Like my hair in my eyes. Yeah, your <laughs> and your soul. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey Sherry. Yes. What time is it? Meme of the week. Government and big pharma. Don't be afraid. I love you. <laughs> oh, Have you you ever, you ever seen the movie Misery? I did. I saw it in the theater when it came out. Uh, Kathy Bates and uh, yeah. oh uh, James Caan. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It yeah it was good. It's actually it's one of my favorite movies. It's I one of the scariest. Movies. I think that if they did a remake of because you know they remake everything. I think mm-hmm. if they did a, a remake of Misery, you you could play that role. Really, me? Yeah. Yeah. I love you. We should we should have had you with a little gun and a syringe. <laughs> Yeah, or a sledgehammer, awesome. depending on what part of the movie you're in. Oh, oh. Yeah, I know, right? Ooh. I'll never forget that. I, yeah, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. That's rough. Let's, um, <laughs> let's say, oh, wait, hold on. No, no, we got a bonus meme. Check out the bonus meme. Yeah, I'm a conservative. So if Joe Biden wants my son to die for Israel, that's none of your damn business. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> This might just be my new favorite meme. <laughs> that would be so much funnier if that didn't happen. Like if that wasn't, if that wasn't actually, yeah, that literally yeah. a thing happening. Uh, let's answer some viewer mail. Oh. <laughs> You're in for it now. Yeah. <laughs> so dramatic. You know, I actually feel bad. For people who watch the show after this segment, tonight's show is going to be a little dark. You you have gone full agent of chaos today. I, I've chosen violence today. Yes. <laughs> Ear, earlier in the week was my birthday. I took I was compl- like I took the time off. I I shut everything down. Paid right. no attention to the world or politics. Just tried just tried to enjoy the moment, and that moment passed. It's, it is fast. <laughs> yes. Um, so anyway, Andrew Avery writes, Dear Alan and Sherry, if a group of women ask you about John Deacon's skills at a, as a bass player, would you say Queen had a fat bottom, girls? <sighs> so Andrew is trying to be funny, but I'm going to call him out on this one. He yeah. spelled fat, P-H-A-T, but... And- but Andrew. Fat Bottom Girls, which is pronounced F-A-T, the song, predates, yes. I feel, like the era of the word fat, yeah. P-H-A-T. And so yes, he, he so so Andrew, who's a boomer, actually mm-hmm. actually was too zoomer in this in this particular pun. He he betrayed not, like yeah. he's not you Andrew, just be yourself, is what I'm yeah. saying. Just be Go yourself. Go full boomer. Just be yourself. <laughs> he should join the boomer report, I think. <laughs> he could be their correspondent. Oh Lord. <laughs> I would I would tune into that. Um Logan Denny writes, Dear Alan and Sherry, do either of you like metal? Uh yeah, I like metal. Um my car's built with a bunch of it. Right. <laughs> um like there's some me- like this is too. So gold we- is metal. Yeah. I, I used to have a whole show dedicated to that. Yeah. 
That's that's true. That's that's what all ninety four episodes were about. Mm, yeah, metal. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I I really don't. I do. You do. I I I love metal. Yes. I yeah. Okay. Whatever. I do. You know, somebody sent me a meme the other day, and it said, "I know that you'll be able to appreciate this," and and it had like. Like a like a metal guitarist, and it had like a jazz musician, and the and and under the the metal guitarist, it said, a, a rocker plays three chords for three thousand people, and a jazz musician <laughs> plays three thousand chords for three people, and I said, and I said, why do you think I would appreciate that? I don't appreciate that at all. I'm actually upset. Thanks a lot, buddy. Yeah. Our- our audience, that's what they do. They send things to me to right. make me angry because that's, I think that that's what they like more on this show. Yeah, they like Angry Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to skip down because, boy, just by the way, viewer mail was kind of rough this week. I took time off for my birthday and I come back and it's just chaos. Chaos. It's just yeah. Jesus. Um, <laughs> all right. Jonathan Carranza writes, Dear Alan and Sherry, do you prefer hunting or fishing? Sherry, do you hmm. prefer hunting or fishing? <laughs> uh, well, I haven't been hunting in years, but I do like to fish occasionally. I even bait my own hook, so independent women. Um, I was going to say fishing just because it's just easier, lazier thing to do. Yeah. But, yeah. but I could go for some hunting of the most dangerous game. <laughs> boy you're that's gonna that reference is gonna be a lot darker after another segment from now yeah yeah you yeah. guys just i just, read that essay i know yeah, that short story just yeah. just wait <laughs> um clay davis writes dear alan and sherry what toy did you want the most as a kid but never got uh would you like me to answer this yeah that's what who else am i talking to all, all of I didn't feel to go first. I, all of them. Like I was very poor, so I hardly ever got good toys. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I so so I actually can't think of anything that I really wanted that I didn't get. But that's not because we were rich. It's because we were so poor. I didn't bother to hope. Right? We had no aspirations. Yeah. Yeah. Those are for them rich kids. I should have left that out. I should have just said, I got everything I wanted. And then people would think I was, you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lyle Dirio writes, Dear Alan and Sherry, do you dabble in electronics? <laughs> Sherry, do you dabble in electronics? <laughs> After when you're, when you're done hunting and fishing, do you dabble in electronics, Sherry? I push the buttons for this show. That's as much dabbling as, as I do, really. It, it, yeah. And, and, and not not necessarily always at the right time or in the right order. But, yeah, <laughs> but you do push them. Yes, I push all the buttons at once. You know, the guy that we fired before you would always <laughs> hit the buttons at the wrong time and in the wrong order, too. And you, yeah. you see what happened to him. He died right. of AIDS. Right. So, Go AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. You know there was that there was that old joke by did you like Mitch Hedberg the comedian Mitch Hedberg the, the, uh, the yeah. 
yeah, I've, I've since learned of him from you. I didn't know about him at the time, but yeah, dude, I, I loved Mitch Hedberg and, and he had, he had this one thing of talking about how he would get an AIDS test every now and then. And it was always terrible having to wait for the results. And so he decided he wouldn't do that anymore. He would get a roundabout AIDS test. He'd call his friend Bob and say, Hey Bob, do you know anybody that has AIDS? No. Good. Cause you know me. <laughs> So if I, so if I call you and, and ask you if you know anyone with AIDS, yeah. now you know what? Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't really say I dabble in electronics, Lyle. I, you see how I decided to deign to answer Lyle's question there as opposed to just move on. We care, right. about, we care about our fans here. That's true. At the show. We do. Mm. Um, do I dabble in electronics? Yes. But you probably shouldn't hire me for that. Right. Unless you're, it's it's going to be shocking how bad I am. <laughs> um, Rachel Watson Kennerly writes, uh, "Dear Alan and Sherry, what is your favorite birthday memory?" Well, that's a very topical question right there. Oh, um, Sherry, what's your favorite birthday memory? Oh, um, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I forgot because of the dementia from you and Granny. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm getting old, you know. Yeah. Things my kids did for me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So, so then, so it would be more recent birthdays. Then is what you're saying. Probably. Not, not like I little kid know. birthdays. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. You're from Chattanooga. You might have had kids when you were still a little kid. So I, I don't know. <laughs> but um. So my favorite birthday memory, um. God, I don't know. Yeah, now that's I, a hard like off the cuff um i'll just i'll just say that uh this year uh me and anna Kay, uh went out to dinner and i had a prime rib and it was pretty good and that is my <laughs> that's my greatest birthday memory we're pathetic <laughs> look if I, it's it's not it's not we're pathetic it's our lives are pathetic. Oh, right. Oh, yes. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you glad you corrected me. I mean, if you're one of these people that thinks everything is preordained, then this is really God's fault if you think about it. Right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, well, we're going to move on. Um, Ryan Seifert writes, Dear Alan and Sherry, if you could bring back one discontinued fast food item, what would it be? <laughs> oh, oh, I know this one. Oh, Okay. Okay, okay, so Crystal, yeah, if y'all don't know, that's a place in the South. Uh, yeah. It's a hamburger place. They have, like, White Castle burgers. They had this these burgers that you could get in sauce. Do you remember that? And they came in, like, the little foil packet. They had, like, a barbecue one. It, it was so good. And, and oh, and barbecue Doritos. Those were a thing for a while. They were amazing. Um, okay, so it's not really a fast food item. But back when, like, the whole pandemic thing first started, I was getting some cereal because I was – because, I mean, you know oh. us. We never have anything in the fridge or, or the pantry, and everyone on the news right. was saying we're all about to die because everyone's going to starve. <laughs> so I was like, well, I better go get some, like, chips and some cereal. nacho cheese or something and some cereal. <laughs> um, as, a, as a side story to my side story – I was down in Florida one year with Anna Kay during a hurricane and she was like, Oh my God, we got to go to the grocery store before the hurricane hits. And what I bought uh -huh. was one of those little Fritos cans of nacho cheese and a, right. and a bag of chips. 
that was it. That was if we're going to die, we're going to enjoy it. Yeah. So anyway, I went to the store and they had banana nut Cheerios. Nice. And these guys, banana nut Cheerios made me believe in Jesus. Right. The angels were singing. Yeah. And so what that naturally means is, is you can't get it anymore. Right. Like, and it makes no me wonder. Jesus. And I actually, I actually researched it online because I was trying to figure out, like, is this just gone? Is it, is my life just over now? And sure enough, they apparently had had banana nut Cheerios back in like 2016, 2017 or something, or maybe before that. And they were a huge hit. And then they went away. It was a limited time right. thing. And then they brought them back for a limited time, like at the end of 2019, start of 2020. And then they went away again. And they were so popular, like a lot of times you couldn't even find them on the shelves when they were out because uh -huh. they would all be gone. And that made me think, doesn't that seem like you should sell more of them then? Right. It's kind of like they're just teasing you at this point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like half of, of the Cheerios fandom says we want banana nut. And their answer is you're going to get honey nut and you're going to like it. God damn it. <laughs> Like I just, I don't understand. They don't like money. Um, so yeah. Ryan, you've really brought up some painful memories. So I <laughs> shitty birthdays, no Cheerios. This is this is this is for Adam Sakosin. This is supposed to be the upbeat part of the show. It right, goes it yeah. goes down from this, folks. I'm like I'm tearing up here thinking about my life. It goes down from this. The spiral. The yeah. Spiral. Uh, last question. Eric Eli writes, Dear Alan and Sherry, what is your favorite gun to shoot? I Okay, Sherry, don't answer that. I'm now, okay. I now realize from all the questions about our pastimes and our hunting mm -hmm. and our shooting, I think most of our audience are feds. Yeah, yeah yes, correct. That's what, they're, this, what this is. Right. Yeah. I've never shot a gun in my life. They're scary. Right. <laughs> you literally... Yes. Literally could feel the murder in your veins. Yeah. I have PTSD just, just <laughs> watching Rambo. Right. I, yeah. So um, so there you go. I'm on there to you go. guys. Uh, we're going to be back with a somewhat less upbeat part of the show right <laughs> after this commercial break. Don't go away. Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Email us at info at alanmosley.tv. Boy, I hope you enjoyed that bumper music, guys, because buckle up. We're in for a good one now. Mm -hmm. They are making good on their threats, ladies and gentlemen. Take a look at this first article. New York is firing 70,000-plus medical <laughs> workers. Uh, you can see it right here. New York hospitals fire slash suspend staff who refuse the COVID vaccine. Mm. Um so this is one of those things where, you know, like we knew it was coming. They said they said that this is what they were going to do. And, right. and and that many medical professionals in the state of New York, just using this one place as an example, by the way, because this is not a limited uh, situation. Right. Um, they stood their ground and said, no, we're not we're not going to be coerced into reporting things we don't want to report, getting treatments we mm -hmm. don't want to get. Um, and that's it. They're laid off. So it, th that just made me. 
just made me uh, want to go into you're like, well, wait a minute. If the same people who say that this this virus is so dangerous that mm-hmm. that there's no that there's no empty beds, the hospitals are packed with all the victims of this horrible disease, then it would seem like it would behoove them to not lay off seventy thousand people right. working in the medical profession. They but really they care. But they have an idea of a way to get around that. Um, on Saturday, New York Governor Kathy Hochul Hochul. Hotchel. I it's, don't know. It's it's just the rapist who replaced the other rapist. Yeah. I mean, let's Cunt. just, yeah. 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 Um, she said she was considering employing the National Guard and out-of-state medical workers to fill staffing shortages, with 16% of the state's 40, 450,000 staff not fully vaccinated. Jeez. You know, just as a as a quick little aside on that like the fact that they're that that's their answer is that so they're going to they're going to go the military route they're going to go to the mm-hmm. guard and they're going to bring in anyone that has even a shred of medical training they're going to shove them in all the hospitals and clinics that to me like if you really wanted to be kind of on the nose with like your your military junta uh, fascist state that that's a bit more on the nose <laughs> like that's yeah you're supposed to at least make it look like you're not a fascist exactly. hellhole but they're right. actually okay with just wiping off the veneer at this point exactly they, um they don't care but it doesn't end there as the soup nazi from seinfeld would say no unemployment for you take a look at this New York healthcare workers who are fired for refusing to be vaccinated won't be eligible for <laughs> unemployment <laughs> benefits in most cases so that actually actually brings up an interesting debate and it's something uh, something that i know that we've talked about on the show before and i know it's something that just kind of our our community talks about a lot which Mm -hmm. is the debate between stupid and evil right Mm -hmm. like the people who have the conversation of is this person are these people is my neighbor whoever are the are they just ignorant do they just not know any better are they just mm-hmm. are they making bad policy decisions because they're stupid? And there's a lot of people in positions of authority in government who are pretty damn stupid. So <laughs> I'm not saying we're ruling that one out. Right. But or are they evil? Are mm-hmm. are they doing this? Is there malicious intent involved? Are they evil for doing what they do? Right. And I gotta tell you, if if you're doing something with the explicit intent of bringing suffering to others, then that kind of settles it. Right. They're evil. Yeah. And so you want to know how I know the end of society as we know it is fast approaching. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> is that the people who are doing this, who are, who are, who are gleefully mm-hmm. enforcing the state's will and enacting these policies and, in enforcing these policies because we've talked about before like some dictate from on high really doesn't mean anything unless there's teeth to enforce it Mm -hmm. the people who are doing that they're not just content to reject you or to disassociate from you because you're out of step with their personal preferences that's not good enough they want they want you to feel the hurt they mm-hmm. want to harm you for the decisions right. that you make. And and the worst part about it is is that those people are 100% convinced they're the good guys. Right? Like 
their Luke Skywalker and not Darth Vader, even though right. even though they're walking around in a giant cyborg black suit and breathing like this. Right. <laughs> they think they're the good guy in this story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They can fully convince that it's not like it's not like there was ever, you know, you they were just gonna part ways amicably and say, Well, you do what you're gonna do. And no, they have to make you pay for it, like you were saying. Yeah. It just so so anyway, it you know, I, I also saw that there were some recent polls out that were talking about how between between vaccinated and unvaccinated people, that vaccinated people were actually more afraid of contracting COVID-19 and then having some kind of serious medical episode than right. people who are unvaccinated, which really kind of settles it that vaccines do cause autism. <laughs> Correct. So, so I... We got a whole other segment to talk about more of this after this, and so I want to I want to save some of the lightning for then. But I've yeah. I've been talking to a number of of friends privately, people who I'm not I'm not going to share their details on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was on I was on um, I was on Pete Canona's show, Free Man Beyond the Wall, the other day, and we talked about this a little bit about people who they're 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 up against the wall right now. That they you know their employer is asking them to, you know, share their medical information to to register right. with them whether or not they've gotten vaccinated or are mandating, just like for the medical professionals here in New York are mandating, well, you have to get the jab by this date or else. And and I think the, the Darth Vader analogy is a great one for this. You know, there's that scene in, in Empire Strikes Back where – uh, Lando, because because Lando, mm-hmm. Lando is a quizzling, as David Letterman told Norm. He's a quizzling. Lando was kind of in a tough spot, and so he goes along with the Empire and Darth Vader, right. thinking, "Well, if I just do what they say, then it'll be okay, y'all." Right. And of course, how does that work out? It's not. It doesn't ever. It never. It that never works out. Yeah. That never. No. Okay. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Robbie. So uh, we're not going to go there again. <laughs> that never works out. But but. Darth Vader decides, well, I'm going to have my cake and eat it too. And Lando says, mm-hmm. well, that wasn't the deal. And what does Darth right. Vader say? He says, I'm altering the deal. Pray that Pray I add. don't author it any further. Yeah, exactly. That That's what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and, and I feel like this is going to be one of those goat trails where we touch on a lot of different topics. And, and, we, and, then, and then you say, but Alan, we're already three and a half hours in. Let's, right. <laughs> let's, let's bring it back in. Um, but here's the thing. There's a lot of people that are noticing that now, of course, you had these exorbitant unemployment benefits. And a lot of people said, well, with all these unemployment benefits, people aren't going to go back to work. And I'm certain that contributed to it. Absolutely. And I'm not getting into the economics of that. I'm just simply leaving that there. But we're also noticing in a lot of places where unemployment benefits have ended, a lot of places still can't find enough employees like a lot, like around here where I'm at. So Tennessee opted out of an unemployment, federal unemployment benefits like uh-huh. a few months ago at this point. And yet uh-huh. all the stores are, are opening late and closing early. And mm-hmm. you know, like the restaurants are being run by three people, <laughs> you know, yes. that sort of thing when they're normally run by 12. And mm-hmm. so people are not going back to work. And, and then, and so then the question is, well, why is that? Why is it, you know, I, well, they're not on the gravy train anymore. Why is it people aren't going back to work? Mm-hmm. 
and 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 how it ties into this, how it ties into these these employers who are wanting to mandate these things, whether it's the state like New York or whether it's whether it's your my private company, i.e., mm-hmm. fascism, because they're just enforcing the state's will. They're altering the deal. Because when you, if you've been working somewhere for five years, 10 years, 15 years, you know, I've talked to people that work for their employees for a decade or more, and, and they're telling me, Alan, I've been a good worker. I've, I've, I show up to work on time every day. I do a good job. You know, I really, I mm-hmm. take ownership in what I put my name on, which I, like, if I'm, if I was talking to the young people, I feel like that's maybe the most important thing to tell young people is to, is to, you know, make it your own, like be proud of what you're going to put your name on. Yeah. Um, and I've done that for these companies and, and look how willing, if not even eager they are to throw me away Mm -hmm. and that that's kind of how a lot of these corporations are. And as a quick aside, by the way, libertarians in particular in capitalists really need to be careful because in so much that they really want to own the libs and smack down some communist, sometimes they find themselves carrying water for some of these megacorps. And I got to tell you, these, I mean, these corporations are not, they are not worthy of, of your defense. Like, why are you white knighting for Amazon or Walmart or somebody, you know, right? Like they, these, they, these people have some shady practices. They, they enjoy, a lot of these people enjoy their place in the market not in spite of government, but because of government. Right. If you or I own, you know, Alan, Alan and Sherry's, well, I don't know what business do we own. Alan and Sherry's metal. Alan and Sherry's metal electronics. Right. Right. Alan and Sherry's metal electronics. Um, then we're our success would be in in spite of the government. They're right. not going to do us any favors. Mm-hmm. They're doing all manner of favors. For the cronies high enough up the totem pole that they yeah. can that they can buy and curry those favors. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you got to really be careful of carrying water for these people. And 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 furthermore, these are exactly the companies who now are taking hardworking, dependable, dedicated employees. People have worked for them for years and years and years, and saying, "Oh, you won't go along with my medical narrative? Well, you're fired." Get out of here. Right. You'll never work in this town again. And I feel bad for people who are going through that. And and the way that that ties into the whole thing about the unemployment benefits ending and people still not going back to work is that maybe and, – and, and by the way, this isn't a defense of UBI. <laughs> like I'm not saying the government should just print and steal more money and hand it off to right. these people. But what I'm saying is – is that maybe people are not willing to go back to jobs where they were treated like shit. Maybe they're not willing to go back to jobs where they were belittled and talked down to and made to be to feel worthless. And 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 now people who who that are higher up the economic totem pole who worked better jobs than just flipping burgers somewhere. Now some of those people are faced with losing their job because it's a matter do I want my job or do I want to stand up for myself? And they're mm-hmm. finding that they're they are no more valuable employees to those big corporations than the burger flipper was to McDonald's. They they're in the exact yeah. same boat now. And so I guess what I'm saying is is that 
the the kinder, gentler Alan that's that's a now a year older and wiser is saying, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you should have some empathy for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe the maybe the answer isn't the boomer con. Oh, you need money? Well, just go get a job. I saw Hardee's is hiring. That mm-hmm. what a shallow statement that is. Because you don't want that job. You don't want to have to put up with what it takes to do that job and for people to just berate you and browbeat you, including your own supervisors and managers every every minute of every day. And so, so now we come full circle to people having to make some really tough choices. Mm-hmm. And uh, now that I'm looking at the timer over there on the clock, I think what I'm going to say is, is we're going to talk about some tough choices right after this commercial break. Don't go away. If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Damn. How was that? That was that was pretty good. Yay. If anything, it might have been like 0.01 seconds early, but <laughs> you know. I I mean, at this point I'm just guessing. It's just throwing it out there. Are you in the room right now or just... <laughs> All right. So so let, let's kind of look at the other side of the spectrum a little bit. So you've got people who will say things, you know, I've got kids to feed. Mm-hmm. I've got bills to pay. Right. And the and that and that's that's their excuse for just complying, for just mm-hmm. doing what they're told. And I know I just talked about being sympathetic, and now I'm not going to be. But I want <laughs> I want you to be sympathetic. I'm going to still be. <laughs> I'm going to be the agent of chaos. You're going to be sympathetic. Um, it's true. Your kids have got to eat. Mm-hmm. But you're not just feeding them. Right. You're also raising them. And you're also providing an example for them to live by. Mm-hmm. You're trying to instill in them your values and your principles. And what sort of example are you setting by just giving in to tyranny? Versus the example that you would be setting by standing up for yourself, for standing Mm -hmm. up for what you believe in. And I, and I, and, but I feel like that, like that's too, that's too deep of a statement. Don't even think of it as standing up for what you believe. Stand up for yourself. Yeah. That's something that we teach kids, right? When they're Mm -hmm. little is you should, you got to stand up for yourself. Well, Mm -hmm. this is, this is how you teach them. You got to stand up for yourself. Compliance never got anyone out of oppression. We've yeah. talked about that several times at this point. Mm-hmm. If you wore the mask because they told you it was only going to be two weeks, and now over a year and a half later, it's your fault for the new normal because mm. you put the mask on. If you got the jab and you carry your papers around with you, here's my pass. And, and the reason why you did it, Robbie, is because you hate the mask. Mm-hmm. So that's why I did it, because I hate the mask more. 
-hmm. And now today you're having to put your mask back on. See how that worked out. Now today you're having to put your mask back on and you're having to schedule yourself for your endless booster shots. Mm -hmm. It's your fault. You did this. If you report your private medical information to your employer, that's not going to mean that's the end of the story and you just show up to work on Monday. Right. That's going to mean that you're, that's, that's going to mean following their medical guidance from here on out. Mm-hmm. They're all, they're going to have more questions and more questions. And if you give the wrong answer, they're going to tell you, you have to correct it as a condition of employment. Mm-hmm. And, and don't think for a second that you'll say, eh, this is for the birds. I'll just go collect a few unemployment checks while I shop around. No, no, no. They'll go after that too. We've already, we're already seeing it. Right. The minute that you stop, Let's say you go along with it this time or next time or next time. Maybe there's a third booster or a fourth booster. When the fifth one and the sixth one and the seventh one comes along, whichever one it is that you finally put your foot down and you say, that's enough, I'm not going to take it anymore. They'll just fire you then instead of now. Right. And they're not going to take an ounce of your character or your skills or your hard worth ethic, work ethic or your dedication into consideration. They don't give a damn about you. You're going to do what they say or else. Mm -hmm. If you understand that if you give them an inch, you will never, ever, ever get it back. But hell, by the time you're even, it even dawns on you to regret your decision. They've already moved on. Right. They're on to the next ask. Ask mm-hmm. in quotation marks when they, when they <laughs> asked you to right. get something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so don't comply. Yeah. Don't just roll over because you've got bills to pay or mouths to feed because you shouldn't be thinking about what you're providing them today. Mm-hmm. You should be thinking about the world you're leaving them tomorrow. Yep. So well said. Like, and you you have to wonder, like, maybe this is how we got here in the first place is that so many American parents decided that they weren't, they were going to have the bigger house and more cars and two incomes rather than caring about those other character things and, and building kids who will hold the line on something and care about something more than the stuff that they can get. Yeah. Well... I don't know why it made me think this, but it made me think about the constitution stuff mm-hmm. that a lot of people will say that there's nothing wrong with the constitution. The problem is, is that people, people didn't, people didn't enforce it. We, mm-hmm. we, the people didn't, didn't uphold the constitution. We, we mm-hmm. allowed these things to happen. And, and you know what? This is one of those times. It was it was moments like this sprinkled, I mean, hell, from the from day one, right? I mean, from the very beginning, all the way. It was moments like this. I'm, this isn't. We don't have time to do another episode, so this isn't a history episode. But mm-hmm. it's moments like these that ultimately determined if the world would be a little bit more free or a little bit less free tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And 
in in so much as the boomer cons may be right that that is how a constitution is supposed to work and that is what went wrong it went wrong because people exactly like us were in positions mm-hmm. exactly like this and they took the easy way out right and here we are here we are we're watching the slippery slope play out and arguments play out in real time yeah yeah <laughs> every single one of them and you know and i got to be honest with you even even after having said all that i'm 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 really torn because i know mm-hmm. i know that there's people out there right now that like this is the conversation they're having at the dinner table it's well do i just do it i don't really want to do it do i mm-hmm. do i lie do i try to buy myself some time do i try to find another job um what are we going to do if the economy tanks what if we right. what are we going to do if the the air conditioning goes out you know mm-hmm. what are we going to do if the car breaks down and that's it's tough and the people out there who like you and i joke but we joke because it's because you and i like to joke about things that happen in real life there's people out there that mm-hmm. say well just have just just make more money dude if you right. if you were just richer you wouldn't be having these problems like oh right boy yeah that's, I love that argument. Yeah. Just be rich. Yeah. Just just build a replicator from Star Trek and then you won't have to worry about your grocery bills. <laughs> just just have a replicator. Right. Yeah. So Yeah. And you know, I started my show. Episode 1 of this show was September 2017 and and kind of hearkening back to the monologue. After episode 1, I went down to the Tom Woods 1000th. And so mm-hmm. we didn't have an episode for like a month. Um, but that's when the show started. And a lot of people who know have met me since then and know me through through this, through this window we're talking through right now, they don't mm-hmm. know anything about who I was before, like, September 1st, 2017. Mm-hmm. And I was somebody who I went to school and then I dropped out with student loan debt but no degree because I was like, what the hell am I doing here? This is just an expensive hotel. I've been there. Yeah. Um, and I opened a business and I ran a business for six years. I basically, basically blew my twenties out running a Mm -hmm. business and it, but that didn't last forever. I wasn't, I wasn't the next Elon Musk. I didn't, I didn't have enough favors from Washington. So, so that's the end of that. And, uh, and I even went back to school and got a degree, but in, in many of the years between then and now. I polished up my resume, put my put my little fancy di- diploma there, wrote, mm-hmm. wrote a little cover letter, have my little portfolio of the things I've written and worked on. Mm-hmm. That didn't do me a goddamn bit of good. Mm. I know yeah. you know this, and right now you guys can't see Sherry, but Sherry is off screen <laughs> looking like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know what is coming here. <laughs> um and so I sympathize with people, I guess is what I'm trying to say, that are in this position because they're thinking, well, shit, I'm going to end up like Alan. I'm going to have a yeah. I'm going to have a libertarian podcast and then kill myself. That's, <laughs> that's what's going to happen in the Fed. Uh, uh, yeah, we're all going to go in the Fed. Um, and so on the one hand, it's like, who am I to tell these folks? You know what you should do? You should just not have anything like me. <laughs> just just be broke and have principles. That's what yeah. you should do. 
So it's like, who am I to tell other people that? Mm-hmm. But I guess again, as I've gotten older, it's it's become less arguing about what you should do for you right now, mm-hmm. and it's it's become it's more become. But you you got to think about tomorrow and the next day yes. and the next day, and that doesn't just mean therefore comply so I can pay rent next month. I'm talking right. I'm talking more about, but where is your line? We've done a whole mm-hmm. segment on that before, drawing your line in the sand. Where is yeah. your line? Do you have one? If you do have one and this isn't it, what is it? And, yeah. and then if, if you comply today and tomorrow is the day, tomorrow is the day that they find your line, what then? Right. What, what, will, what, will, have, what will that subservience have bought you when they finally reach the button to push that you can't take? What will, right. what will you have gotten out of it? They're evil. Yes. These are evil people. And I I fear that there is there's no coming back from this one. I I, I genuinely predict things are gonna get a lot worse before they get better. I hate I, I'm sad to say that. I know I know I you know me, I always love to end things on a high note. <laughs> but I genuinely think things are gonna get a lot worse before they get better. Because I think we have entered into a time where the most evil people with the most power and influence on this world, they are not interested in letting bygones be bygones. Mm-hmm. They're not interested in saying, well, well, sir, good day to you. I, I will go over here and run my business with 17 booster shots and you go over there and die of the plague. That That right. isn't even good enough for them. Right. They yeah. want you to suffer because you yes. said no. Yeah. They don't they really are building two classes of people. They don't they don't want that because you didn't get vaccinated. They want mm-hmm. that for you because you said no. Yes. Well, you know what that makes people like me want to do? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I'm not doing it. Not, yeah, I mean, not gonna. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been I've been underemployed and broke this long, right? Yeah, exactly. I, look, like I'm 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 Bane from Batman. If I was unemployed, like, look, I've I was born in this, <laughs> been molded by it, molded by it. You only you only adopted the unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> Got to pump those numbers, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well. That certainly was a show. Yeah, there you have it. We better take our final commercial break so I can go cry silent tears. Yes, yes. All right. We're going to be right back after this. Hi, guys. It's Alan here, and I want to take a moment to let you know about one of our supporters who started a new business. Laura Moreau sells 50 different health and wellness all-natural products from weight loss, supplements, energy enhancers, body toning, longer and stronger hair, and so much more. Do you like coffee? Well, they even have coffee that'll help you drop some pounds. And who doesn't want to drop a few pounds? Go check her out at her online store at lauramoreau.itworks.com today. That's lauramoreau.itworks.com.
like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash TV. You can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com at TV. Subscribe to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash TV. Uh, also, don't forget, we're now on Odyssey, so don't su- go go support a platform that protects your free speech. Don't just complain about it. We're on Odyssey. It's odyssey.com at TV. Also, if you're more of a listener than a watcher, you can get us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Thanks to Anchor FM and Anchor.fm slash TV. Well, I wish Ross Ulbricht was here. I need to hire okay. some assassins. <laughs> Well, you know, you want to know how I know that Ross Ulbricht didn't have anything to do with any like murder for hire bullshit. How's that? Because a real libertarian would have had that stuff behind a paywall. <laughs> like you, you got to sign up for Silk Road Premium Plus at nineteen ninety nine a month to get the assassins. <laughs> That's great. Sherry, do you have a final thought? Yeah. Um, Stand for something and leave a liber- a legacy of liberty. Can be concerned about the legacy you're leaving to your kids and grandkids. They say you got to stand for something or you'll fall <laughs> for anything. anything. That's now, how you can tell we're in the South because we we don't listen to country, but we know that. So. Now now we're gonna get DMCA'd by YouTube because we were singing <laughs> <laughs> copyrighted material on the show. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of It's Too Late, and we will see you next week.